0: And now, a special edition of the Toddcast podcast. I had a friend ask me the other day about career highlights from my time doing this podcast, and we're now into year eight. So you would think that there would be a bunch of standout moments, right? Right. I will admit it's it's probably easier for me to pull from my almost twenty years as a radio DJ, and then it becomes easy. Chris Cornell co-hosting three or four afternoon shows with me, the full three hours, uh, first class flights to Dublin to do my show from the Jameson Whiskey Distillery, hosting world album premieres with Metallica, Nickelback, Velvet Revolver, Slipknot's Corey Taylor co-hosting with me for an hour and we're playing stuff like Rick Springfield, Michael Jackson, Hall and Oates and keep in mind this is on Fox, Vancouver's rock station Metallica, Slipknot, all the grunge bands, Disturbed, and then Corey comes in and we break the mold. I don't specifically remember the random days of working in radio, you know, where the music doesn't change or, you know, I didn't have a a world-class guest, which makes me wonder why radio doesn't do more of that. You know what I mean? Like, when was the last time that you were surprised at your favorite radio station? Oh, cool. They're playing this song. Oh, cool. They're playing that song challenged the audience. That day with Corey Taylor was so cool. I bet you that everyone who heard it would still remember today and it's been 15 years probably. So radio career highlights for me are super easy. There were lots. The podcast is more of a build. It's the launching of it. Never in a million years would have I thought I'd have a podcast that could sustain life in Vancouver. Uh, A stay-at-home wife, a couple kids And it's getting businesses to believe in your thoughts and your ideas. That is a career highlight in terms of podcasting. It's the great guests, like having Kim Coates, Sons of Anarchy, Bad Blood as a guest. That's a career highlight. Sure. Same for so many other guests as well. Rex and Vinny from Pantera. Kirk McLean. Vancouver Canucks, retired goaltender, drinking beers with me after the podcast. We talked for probably a half hour, but then he stuck around. We're playing a bunch of local bands and stuff, uh, putting on live shows like the cheap thrills events that we do where I host from stage and interview the bands. They play acoustically. It's unique, a career highlight. Yeah, sure. Again, I think that, you know, having the podcast and just sustaining uh, for as long as we have, like year eight now. It is an ever moving monster. And over the years, it's kind of moved and swayed with what's going on. In full tilt, it it was straight up. This has been a full-time job on its own, booking bands, hosting, editing, marketing. Uh, It really truly never ends. And it really depends on how much time you want to throw into it. And that's what this episode is all about. We're talking career highlights and we've all got them. You'll hear from 12 guests. They want to share their stories this week. Uh, Coming up in about 10 minutes, and stop me if you've heard this before, Canadian Olympic snowboarder Mercedes Nickel talking about her first concerts and a couple heavyweights in the Canadian rock scene. That is powered by Puff. Get 20% off regularly priced cannabis accessories and apparel with the code TODDCAST. 20% off with TODDCAST in stores and online at puff.com. Ca. First, let's get to some of these musical guests uh, brought to you by Pineapple Sound, a recording and mixing studio in Langley. Since 2013, they've become good buddies. They welcome podcasts, voiceover actors, and a lot more. Check them out through pineapplesound.com dot com. A Jane's Addiction drummer, Stephen Perkins has been on the podcast and here's one where you should really dig up the full conversation on SoundCloud. And by the way, it's easy to find something on that website, soundcloud.com. So just type in Stephen Perkins Toddcast podcast and it'll bring it up. Whichever guest you want and Toddcast podcast. Hey, I was about, uh, you know, six months ago old when I realized that you could do that. So anyway yeah so jane's drummer Steven perkins uh talking about one of the most influential rock bands of all time i mean their singer perry launched lollapalooza let that sink in check out what stephen perkins had to say about career highlights
1: 1986 jane's played with fire hose okay and uh, i was fascinated with the rhythm section of the minute and man of course they never got to see him but uh, the fire hose, the burning, you know, Raging Full-On record, they were playing uh, an L.A. gig, and I got a chance to hang with George, and, and then Mike walked up and gave me a big bear hug, and we've been buddies ever since. Awesome. Yeah, really
0: I, cool guy. He's the godfather. And as a drummer, and albeit a, a hack, though still a drummer, it was cool to grab Airborne's drummer, Ryan O'Keefe, for a podcast visit. They're coming up on 20 years as a band crazy hey they're australian couple brothers in the band couple of their buddies they formed in 2003 although they didn't release their debut till 2007 their album breaking out of hell was recorded by the legendary mike fraser who if you didn't know does all the ACDC stuff here in Vancouver. You've heard Airborne's music in a ton of video games too, including Guitar Hero World Tour, Madden NFL, Need for Speed Undercover, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw, the NHL franchise, they've toured with Iron Maiden, their albums crush on the charts. So what's Ryan's career highlight?
2: Career highlight would be uh, when we toured the UK with just us, and Iron Maiden. Wow. Um, so touring their home country in those huge venues, and it was just up to them. And, you know, probably a highlight from that to be sitting back in catering on Sunday, having a Sunday roast with all the trimmings, and Yannick is on the table next to me reading news the Sunday <laughs> paper and whilst Bruce is walking around the venue with VIP tours and right. um, directing people around. So things like that, you know, just being... Like I would have been a childhood dream would have been to 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 meet them, but to tour with them in england was
0: was huge it was it tough to win over their fans or was it just right out of the gate you're rolling
2: it's, it's weird
0: with that um a
2: lot of times we play with um bands where you know they usually their fan like their fans might be hard to get or whatever but yeah. I don't know what it is where, once again, it's that uncomplicated rock and roll that seems to just capture capture most people and I just get involved and get into it.
0: I wonder if Our Lady Peace singer Rain Maida believed me when I told him that I would place their debut, Navid probably in the top 10 of my most played albums, maybe even like top five. I mean, it, it, that probably could be the case. You know how to, how at to a workplace, there's often the guy that, that'll have like the, the radio, the ghetto blaster, the entertainment home base kind of thing, call it whatever you want. Uh, when I worked at a place called Seaward Kayaks in Summerland in the Okanagan in the early 90s, I was the guy that had the stereo. And almost every single day, I would give that album, Navid a spin. And sometimes we'd do two, three a day. It really was, you know, looking back, that was borderline overkill. Anyway, great album from Our Lady Peace. And when you look at their success, their accomplishments over the years, right out of the gate, their videos for Hope, then Super Satellite, Starseed, you know it almost made them a household name millions of albums sold four juno award wins 10 much music video awards huge tours the somersault festival so listen to their singer rain Maida talking about his career highlights
2: um i mean opening for the Ramones in jersey was pretty was
0: pretty high up there wow yeah back like on the beat like in it was awesome. You know, I just actually yeah, like, had CJ Ramon as a guest maybe a couple of weeks back. Did
2: you did you really? That I did. So yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, just being able to kind of I don't know, just be amongst that. You know, I, I it's like one of those one of those moments. And then Robert Plant asking me about like the lyrics for Naveed. Like just saying, Hey man, we were on tour with him and he just came up to me and said, I just want to let you know how much I really appreciate you know, the lyrics on the album, and I'd love to sit down and talk to you about them one day. I was like, okay, did wow. that really just happen, then, or is that like an imposter?
0: I remember when I was trying to get the Pretty Reckless singer Taylor Momsen to be a guest of the podcast. I was asked if I'd talked to her before, which I had during my time at Fox. She was a guest of the show I did called The Rock Report. And I think that that influenced the decision for her to come on this podcast and oddly she did remember me or at least so she said you'll know taylor for a few reasons of course Uh, cindy lou who in the grinch with jim carrey gossip girl she played jenny and of course the singer of the pretty reckless who are now at year 13 as a band multiple hit songs in north america and the uk big tours lots of success she has a lot to draw from when she's talking career highlights
3: I think the biggest accomplishment is that we're still here and that we're still doing this. Um, You know, it's, we've been a band for over a decade. Now we're on our fourth album. Um, We've been through a lot of hell and back and like the fact that we're, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's rock and roll is not easy, you know, and it's, and it's, as ACDC said, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll and it, you know, it takes, it takes a full on life you know, life commitment um, of fully entrenching yourself in that and and not wavering um, in any way. Like it's 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 a full-on you know mental commitment and and lifestyle. And I think that it's impressive that we're still you know I think that's the biggest thing is that, and the and that we continue to grow. Like that's that's the most important thing. Like as soon as you get, I feel like as soon as you get kind of content or stagnant or you know pleased with yourself as an artist and you're like, that was the best I can do. Well, that's the death of an artist. So like, we're always trying to push forward and, and better what we, you know, better what we've done previously. And and I think that by sticking with that kind of mentality and, and having that be the goal, it's be, you know, if you played a great show on Wednesday, the show on Thursday has gotta be better. Like it's that kind of, you know, like, you know, if you wrote a great song and then the next song's got to be better. Like, it's and that kind of mentality is, is really, I think, the driving force of this band and, and the reason that we're still around. So, I think that's the, that's the biggest accomplishment is just that we're still here doing it and, and we, you know, love it.
0: Yeah.
4: Musical guests of the Todd Cast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at PineappleSound.com. way to hit the slopes this winter is with the Cypress Mountain Sky Card. Visit cypressmountain.com for details. And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast.
0: You'll know Canadian Olympic snowboarder Mercedes Nickel from her time on the world scene ripping up the half pipe from 1999 through 2018. She's competed in the World Cup in Whistler, did half pipe, snowboard cross as well, got a bronze At the world cup in 2002 she's won eight world cup medals is a five-time canadian national champion mercedes competed at the 2006 the 2010 the 2014 winter olympics was named to canada's olympic team for the fourth time in 2018 and when she was a guest we got into it with her talking about being an adrenaline junkie binge watching the mandalorian going to italy in 2006 to compete Growing up with the music of Meatloaf, the Bat Out of Hell album at the house, we talked about social media, legalized weed, the power of flight, her podcast, realizing your potential, and Mercedes talked about her first concerts. Was it Our Lady Peace? Was it Nickelback? Was it a bowling alley? Can you imagine?
5: Oh man, I remember like going down to Vancouver, and we were on one of the I don't know. Uh, Maybe it was like Our Lady Peace or something like that. And then we had Nickelback come to Whistler when we had like a bowling alley. And we were all too young to actually go on the dance floor. So we were just cheering from these like picnic tables.
0: (laughs) Playing? Sorry, what did you just say? (laughs) Nickelback played a bowling alley? Is that what you said?
5: Yeah, in a bowling alley in Whistler.
0: (laughs) What? When was this?
5: That was like before they were big.
0: Wow, man. Yeah, imagine them playing in a bowling alley today. That would be interesting.
4: Stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Puff, purveyors of quality cannabis accessories since 1995. Use promo code TODDCAST and get 20% off all regularly priced accessories and apparel in-store and online at puff.ca
0: goats raised for that one. The band is we hunt Buffalo. And I love that song. It's called hold on. Now I saw on their Facebook page, not so long back, I think it was maybe a couple, two, three weeks ago. Now uh, that they'd canceled their island dates. They'd had shows in Victoria. And I want to say Cumberland, But those were canceled. And of course, no doubt to the COVID fun police, you heard best night ever as well. And that was their song called this city. Uh, I know that their singer, Patrick Gavigan has been playing a bunch of shows lately. I saw him post some stuff uh, from a show that he was playing up in Whistler on his Facebook page. So chances are, if you're looking for a a fun night out, some buddies and probably work something out with Patrick crooning in the background in the same room kind of thing. Love that dude. Love that band again. Best night ever coming up in just a few minutes. In Listen to This, medical doctor and best selling author Brooke Goldner talking about why sometimes you don't remember your dreams. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. RV service and repair, ICBC accredited. Find them online at Facebook and on Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. First, let's get back to more career highlights and a handful of our past sporting guests, all of whom are powered by Chilliwack Caput providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. tulis, tonneau covers, rooftop tents, their camping chairs are freaking amazing. Step bars, floor liners, you name it. High quality aftermarket vehicle accessories. You can find them online at facebook.com slash Chilliwack Now, if you were in the studio with me when retired pro soccer player Jay Demerit showed up, you would have you had a laugh with me. He knocks on the door. Let him in. He's red faced, borderline, like out of breath, but not, you know, the kind where you're like doubled over and wheezing more like, Oh, I can tell you just did a little bit exercise a few minutes back. And, and I'm like, would you just come from the gym? And he goes, no, no, I I just ran here from UBC. (laughs) Like what? Dude, that's like an easy 20 minute drive from my house, 20 minute drive from my house on a good day, probably closer to 30 minutes. Oh, I just ran here from UBC. So Jay's retired from soccer. You'll remember that uh, he was the first player that signed with the Vancouver Whitecaps. That so was back in 2010. He was the captain of the team as well, but he's he's played everywhere. I mean, over in England, eventually landing at uh, Watford uh, for their championships in 2004, played with those guys for six seasons. When they released him, that's when he came over to the MLS into the the Whitecaps. Jay's been named an MLS All-Star. It retired from the game in 2014.
6: Career highlight has to be played in a World Cup. I mean, when you... when you, Like, our, our first game in the 2010 World Cup was, was against England. USA-England in the World Cup. 32 teams around the nation spent two and a half years to qualify to make this tournament, right? When everyone watches, there's 400 million people watching the World Cup games. Wow. 400 million. So, if you think about that stage and what that means... You can freak the fuck out of yourself or you can enjoy the ride. And for me, who was never never supposed to be there in the first place, Like I remember clearly in the World Cup, and this is probably my favorite. My favorite memory on the soccer field was USA, England, USA National Anthem playing my hands on my heart. And I understand that I am one of 11 chosen to represent my country on the world's biggest soccer stage, the world's biggest sporting stage on the planet. It's the it was the craziest and most energetic I've ever felt in my life, and proud, like proud of all the work it took to get there, you know. Yeah. Um, But at the end of the day, like I've always been, had this perspective of I get to be the guy, so don't be scared, do it.
0: Right. You're you're supposed to be there.
6: yeah like i get to be the guy it's not like i'm standing there going oh my god like what if i fuck up like there's 400 people watching like that mentality di- is what didn't get me there you know like my right. mentality was like yeah put yourself into this situation let's d- do something that that dude just told you you couldn't do hey you're moving to england it, american coaches are like dude you didn't even make it here like why are you moving like dream to on
0: england? buddy yeah yeah
6: you know what I'll, sh- you know, I'll, like show, I'll I, show you. And it's not even I'll show you. It's just, I'm going to prove myself right. Right. I'm not going to prove you wrong. I'm just going to smile when I do.
0: You'll know Amber O'Neill as the Beverly Hills babe in Wow! Women of Wrestling. And She's a trailblazer straight up of the indie wrestling scene. The first woman to carry the NWA Women's World Championship over to New Japan. She paid her dues more than most and had no problem coming up with a career highlight.
7: My career highlight was the debut of the Beverly Hills Babe two weeks ago on WOW Superheroes. Mm-hmm. It was the happiest moment of my life. It was everything that I have worked twenty years for. I've had some really high points in wrestling.
8: Um,
7: I was in New Japan. I was the first woman to ever wrestle for New Japan against Maria Kanellis. I was the Bullet Babe. I was part of the Bullet Club, which was it was the most the biggest thing to ever happen to wrestling since the NWO, but that's old news because while superheroes is the hottest thing in wrestling right now, we have the second largest distribution, uh, you know, for wrestling that there is. And I've worked really, really hard to have a very prestigious moment in wrestling and to be able to debut in that beautiful outfit that I designed myself to be part of this historical women's wrestling show alongside of my best friend, Lana Starr, who mm-hmm. changed my life, <laughs> and do it for the man who created the first show that ever made me, that I ever saw, that showed me the kind of woman that I wanted to be, and now I am that type of woman, to do this for David McLean with Lana Starr, for super Wild Superheroes, working for Jeannie Buss, working for Mark Cuban. The debut of that character was the happiest, most proud moment of my life. And she is going to be a huge, huge star on this show because how could I not be? I have Lana still on my
0: side. If you've ever watched an NHRA top fuel funny car hauling ass down the quarter mile, you got to think these people, men and women, have big brass balls and a huge wheelbarrow to put it in we're talking 300 plus like 340 miles per hour three and a half seconds in a quarter mile del warsham has multiple championships under his belt he's been racing since 1990 became the youngest driver to win a funny car event he was just 21 years old this was back in 1991 won the nhra rookie of the year as well he has 33 maybe more now 33 career victories, eight in Top Fuel, 25 in Funny Car, an absolute behemoth in the sport. So, what's his career highlight? I think winning that race in
9: 1991 at, at 21 years old uh, would probably have to be the career highlight. Um, still to this day, you know, the, the youngest guy to ever win a Funny Car a, a, a Funny Car title, and there, there, there's some yeah. new people along now that are going to challenge me for that. That that was pretty big. Uh, Second thing, you know, I, I won the U.S. Nationals and the and the Skull Showdown, you know, in the, in the same weekend, which which was the highest, the most money you can make in one day racing, you know, and I did that. Uh, that that ranks up there, and then the two championships, the one in Top field and one in Funny Car. So that's that's kind of my order.
0: Yeah, and you're partying after these. these oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> we have some epic parties afterwards. They must be just crazy nights, man.
9: <laughs> we are, you know, a quick story. I'd say probably I got married in 1999, and I'd been saving up parts most of my life, and I was going to build like a top fuel engine in my backyard and put it put it next to my barbecue, just out of old parts I had. And um, I thought that'd be cool, you know, you are having a barbecue and just fire up, you know, fire up my blender and it'd be awesome, or, or fire up this engine and it'd be awesome. And then I saw somebody with one of those weed whacker margarita machines one day. Oh yeah, I'm like huh? So I remember oh, I was good. in Bristol. I was in Bristol in 2000, and I woke up my wife in the middle of the night. She's like, what? And I'm like, hey, I'm going to take that engine I'm building, and I'm going to mix margaritas with it. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I saw that guy with that little that little weed whacking thing. No, nah, I, I can do better than this. And she's like, go to bed. So nice. I was going home. That was race day night too, going home. And she came home from work that Monday, and I'd, take, I'd taken her blender completely apart and it's like, <laughs> across my house. And she's like, what are you doing? And I, I had the micrometer and the tape measure out, and I made it everything exactly five times bigger.
10: <laughs> nice
9: down hopper and built this with my dad helped me. And we built this big old like margarita machine. And we still have it to this day. And if it's, it's like it burns on hundred percent nitro methane, top fuel engine, mixes 15 gallons of margaritas at a time. And uh, NHRA banned it in maybe 2007 from the races, the parties were just too big and too epic. Oh, yeah. I was in trouble. And I remember telling JR Todd in 2018, if you win the championship, I'm bringing it back out. I don't think anybody in NHRA remembers that I even have this thing. And uh, when he won the championship driving the DHL car like I did. We uh, we drug it out to Pomona and I nice. talked to the new president of NHRA an and he's like, just don't cause any trouble. So we did. But it was a fun night.
0: IFBB Bikini Pro Stacey Naito is also a board-certified physician. She's a certified nutrition coach, a fitness trainer. Again, lots to choose from when it comes to career highlights.
5: I would say my career highlight was actually when I got my, my pro card, my IFBB Pro card. That was an amazing day for me, uh, an amazing weekend. Uh, and I, there's actually, I'll uh, try to tell this really quickly, but uh, when I got my pro card in the mail,
11: mm-hmm.
5: I thought, this is so cool. Ooh, this is just a little piece of paper, you sign it, whatever. I thought, this is so amazing, I, you know, I worked so hard to get this, I'm going to laminate it. And I went, to, uh, I went to a place to get it laminated, <laughs> and I saw my, my medical license and my DEA registration you know, for scheduled drugs. Yeah also in my wallet, and I thought, oh, I might as well remate these two while I'm there. I, I mean, that's how big of a deal it was for me to get a, uh, to be awarded ISAB Pro status.
0: What is it that's tough about it? Like, it, what's the steps? Obviously, I have no idea.
5: Okay, so uh, you basically you compete at the local level, local slash regional level. Yep. You have to get a certain placing in order to qualify to compete at the national level. Oh, as, an, as an amateur. Just
0: to qualify?
5: Yeah, you have to qualify. You have wow. to uh, place top five uh, in a local or regional show. Okay. So then you go to the national level, and back when I was competing, now they have more shows where you can, you can uh, get a pro card, but back when I was competing, there were seven shows each year. Wow. That was it. Wow. There were seven chances, and they were all over the United States. So... You know, I live in California, I had to fly to Pennsylvania, um, Ohio, Florida, um, oh, wow. Nevada was the closest one, yeah, so I, every year I would fly to these shows, so once you're at the national shows, and, and we're talking about, you know, some of these shows, they have over a thousand competitors, and in each division, say bikini division, there may be, you know, 150 competitors. So, or, or more than that. Wow. So, at the national level, you have to hit, like, a first place finish. Sometimes it's not, not just a first place finish, but you have to get, a, like, an overall title, too.
0: No kidding. So,
5: I kept, I, kept, I did well enough. I, you know, I had five first place finishes leading into that show where I got my pro card. But all those five first place finishes that I had previously weren't enough. Because they, I, you know, they had that whole thing where you had to get overall. So um, wow. when I got got to that one event, I basically needed one first place finish, and I got two first place finishes plus an overall. Plus, I placed fourth in my high class in open, and that was oh, yeah. at the age of, uh, three years before my forty seventh birthday. And I, you know, so it was it was a great birthday present. It was a, a huge accomplishment, and I would say that that's definitely my career
4: highlight. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast sporting guest visits are powered by Capit Chilliwack providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck online at facebook.com/chilliwackcapit
10: The news my mind. I lost track of time. Ever, I'll never under headline. Now take a breath, don't be like the rest Money is power, but power is meaningless Well I know you say you want to change the world I believe in you, I gotta try I gotta try
4: Podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at MilanoCoffee.ca. And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast.
0: Dr. Brooke Goldner has written three best-selling books: Goodbye Lupus, Goodbye Autoimmune Disease and green smoothie recipes to kickstart your health and healing. You've seen her in documentaries like Eating You Alive, Whitewashed, The Conspiracy Against Your Health. She's been on the cover of Vegan Health, Fit Over 40, Fitness Magazine, and is known worldwide for developing a nutrition-based treatment for lupus. And when Dr. Goldner was a guest, we talked to her about the pandemic, of course, how there's a superhero in all of us, the challenges of writing a best-selling book. We asked her to pick between Star Wars and Star Trek. We talked about Pink Floyd's Division Bell Tour, whether she thought that aliens have visited Earth binge-watching The Hunters and pretty much anything sci-fi. And she talked about why sometimes you don't remember your dreams. Listen to this. Yeah, so
8: part of it is that we don't store it in the place where we usually put our memories unless we uh, actually speak about it or write about it afterwards. And no one's really clear on why that is. Most likely because they're just to help us process our feelings and not meant to become permanent memories. Right. But um Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I know the only dreams I remember are ones that I talked about immediately afterwards and I made them real. Uh, but I do have distinct memories of uh, that feeling of flying. Yeah. It's more like floating, but uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite things in my dreams.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I don't think I've ever dreamed about flying.
8: Oh my goodness. I
0: don't think I have. <laughs> I know, right? Like what?
4: Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Find them online at TedcoRVSuppliesInc.com.
0: released that song last year and you could put a really good argument to the fact that that might be the best indie rock song of 2021 the band is the lone non-vancouver band of this week's toddcast they're from edmonton alberta nicholas rage in an absolutely crushing killer song called gravity and was talking to their singer about getting them to come out to vancouver to play a show for the podcast and of course then COVID hit and you know took away all of our toys you get the feeling that their live show is going to be absolutely bananas, right? It ain't just me. Played you Ben Sinister, B-E-N-D, Ben Sinister, and a very cool song for those guys called Walk the Other Way. Uh, one of my favorites, no doubt, for the live bands here in Vancouver. Always energetic. There's always lots of crowd interaction. Great songs, great good guys you know they've played a a show maybe a couple shows actually for the podcast over the years perhaps if we can wrangle uh, you know some shows at that new venue i was telling you about last week at commercial drive um you know maybe we can get things dialed up with those guys and see if they're down again that'd be cool speaking of live music you can find a list of local shows a small list it's the ones i find and the ones that bands are keeping me up uh, abreast of up-to-date of, with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. If you're playing a show, if you're going to a show, it's indie, let us know about it, we'll post it up at the website. That is brought to you by our friends at Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios, 40 plus years experience in the music industry, amazing jam spaces are only a click away. Find out more through mysticrhythms.ca. Nude Vodka Soda
4: powers the Todd Cast Podcast sugar and sweetener free with just 100 calories and zero carbs per serving. Visit them online at nudebeverages.com.
0: And you got to love nude vodka soda for donating a portion of all their sales to local SPCA's across the continent. I mean, how many other brands can say they do such a cool thing? Don't get me wrong. It is of course all about the drink itself, which rules, but the fact SPCA is pretty cool too. Okay, let's get to our final guests of episode 266, career highlights from a handful of our past entertainment guests, all of whom are brought to you by Sacred Meds. We're talking the best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary in Canada. If you use the code TODCAST, 10% off your entire order. You can check them out through sacredmeds.com. Matt Cundall is a longtime Canadian broadcaster in fact, you know, back in the day, in like the late nineties, I would have considered him a mentor. He would critique my honor performances and quite literally, you know, I hear him sending him cassette tapes in snail mail. Yeah. He had a show on the bear in Edmonton. Uh, that was amazing, dude. It was so impressive. He was daring. He had just a ton of really good ideas. Uh, the show itself was kind of gritty and I love that. I love that about him. And now Matt Oh, he's, he's doing some consulting, he just a ton of voice work and stuff. He's the host of the Sound Off podcast, the podcast about broadcast. Like me, Matt has some material to draw from when you start talking about career highlights.
1: Saw Metallica in, in Tuktoyaktuk.
0: Oh, you saw that show? Yeah,
1: in 1995 wow. and wow. you No, know, for those uh, who are who are listening, that sounds crazy to think, but you know, Molson was all into the blind dates back in 1995 and they yeah. partnered with radio stations and we would get people together. We would put them in a bar, let's say, like the Town Pump. I saw
0: and, uh, the Soundgarden Town Pump uh, blind date. It was yeah, insane. I,
1: I did as well, and they came out for that for oh, that cool. show when Chris Cornell was playing "Waiting for the Sun." And I thought, you know, by the doors, and I thought, this is crazy. Am I am I seeing this for real?
0: Right. And this, of course, before cell phones, where you could actually videotape it, and you know, it's just That's in right. your mind now.
1: And I will point out the Metallica. I think I think Adam Curry was up in uh, Tuktoyaktuk, and it was the first time they'd actually live streamed a concert. And the fact yeah. that they could do that in 1995 from Tuktoyaktuk, which I thought was was pretty outstanding.
0: You'll know actor and voiceover actor Adrian Petru, no question. He's been an arrow on CW. You'll recognize him from a super intense scene in Hell on Wheels. He's freaking Tony Stark in Iron Man Armored Avengers, like one of the best animated superhero series ever. He's Adam in the hollow, Rudy Bachman in iZombie, Gren in the Dragon Prince. So check out what Adrian said about career highlights.
6: My life's here. I want to raise my kids here. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, friends of mine, you know, there's when you're an actor and you're, and you're kind of going, you know, uh, getting into your twenties. The, the big question is always, are you going to make the trip down to LA? Are you going to pack your bags and go mm-hmm. down there or go to some people went to school in New York and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, and end up wherever some of friends of mine went to ended up in London and, uh, I just, you know, I mean, I just, I'm so in love with where I live here. Mm-hmm. that I'm like, I want to start a family here. I want to, and I, and I have now I've got a, right. a six month old. And... and and
0: it's not like Vancouver doesn't have that scene. You know, well, it's not like it, we're right? like, geez, I wish we were called Hollywood North. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Like that's we it. are, if you're not going to live in LA and yeah. you want to live on the West coast, you're living in Vancouver. If you, if you want to get into acting, voice acting and all yeah.
11: that. Well, and the voice
6: acting's phenomenal here yeah. too. You know, the opportunities are, are, uh, are insane. I mean, I got to be.
0: Iron Man. (laughs) I'm sitting here going like, I'm with Iron Man. Oh my God, I'm sitting with Iron Man. You'll likely know model, actress, writer, marijuana activist, Jackie Childs. She's been published both nationally here in Canada and also internationally in in over 40 magazines. At one point, she was a naked news anchor, couple million people, follower on social media. So what is it that comes to mind for Jackie when talking about career highlights? Um, I still go back to, this is, because this career actually started
8: when I was 15, my career highlight was when I was 18 years old, David Messi, a very famous, prominent, just retired in the last three years from the real Playboy. Um, he, they had a casting for Venus Swimwear Magazine, and um, anyone can Google it, it's still around today, it's still catalog Venus Swimwear, yeah. people buy it. Anyhow, they, um, they were looking for girls. I went to some, sh- some casting, there were thousands of girls with managers, agencies, I just showed up, I think I was a waitress at the time, or whatever, and they picked me, and he photographed me, and then had ended up going leaving Venus shortly after, and having a long, like, 20 year plus with Playboy. That was the highlight, I think. I really think that was when someone who wasn't my mom or wasn't my boyfriend or whatever said, you know what, you got something here. (laughs) Like, you might not be six feet tall and you're not whatever, but there's something going on here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that would definitely be my highlight. That That was really cool.
0: Model Talia Paris was Playboy's Cyber Girl of the Year 2017. She started modeling at the age of five, was scouted, did beauty pageants by six, and it's been in her life pretty much ever since. In fact, she's Penthouse's Pet of the Month for this month, February 2022. Check out what Talia had to say about career highlights.
5: Honestly, like... Just traveling—it's been so amazing. Like because I think like with CyberGirl of the Year and everything with Playboy, I've been able to travel so much. Mm-hmm. And um, so cool. When I when I won CyberGirl of the Year, they flew me to Mexico, and I did a photo shoot there for three days in La Paz, mm-hmm. and then I went to Cabo San Lucas, and they flew down one of my girlfriends, and we had like an all inclusive mm-hmm. um, paid for our vacation for a whole week, and nice. then we went back home, which was like amazing.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
5: Um, but of course, like Mexico is Mexico. It's definitely not like my favorite place I visit. I've also been to like Japan and Dubai.
4: Toddcast podcast entertainment guest visits are powered by sacred meds, the best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary in Canada available online at sacredmeds.com. Use promo code Toddcast at checkout for 10% off everything in store.
0: and F and a new song for the podcast Embers a Rob from the band hit me up on Twitter and he basically said like how many bands send you music to which I said you know what oddly enough not that many I just kind of tend to surf a lot myself anyway and and honestly I just have no problem finding enough bands to sustain this podcast a couple of reasons one I was the indie music director for years about eight years at Seafox here in Vancouver but more than anything I just that's what I love. I love finding new bands. And, and to be honest, there's only five songs per episode. It's not like I need a ton. Anyway, Rob reached out, sent me his stuff. I dug it and I thought you might as well.
4: Red Truck Beer. You never forget your first truck. Official beer of the Toddcast podcast.
0: And big props to Red Truck Beer. They have been the official beer of the podcast since we launched in 2015. You can't beat that kind of long-term support and that's going to do it for this one episode 266 career highlights i hope you like what you you heard and everybody telling their stories this week to me that's you know that's one of the cool things about interviewing people is obviously finding out about what they're known for but finding out about their life as well and the key moments just going beyond what they're known for it's very cool like say if you're talking to to tom cruise about movies and Hollywood or whatever, but wouldn't be cool to find out what his first concert was, the superpower he'd want, you know, is is he a gambler? Does he have a a near death story? Anyway, uh, my name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out till the very end. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends. If you didn't tell me, I'm firing everybody on staff. Cricket. Suddenly there's no podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can comment and rate the podcast as well because that will help out with search results. That will also help grow the podcast. Toddcast Podcast. Huge thanks to all of our... Stellar sponsors. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast with your business, you can for as little as ten bucks a day. Contact info is at the homepage. If you help us find a sponsor, we'll give you a commission based on the ad buy. So keep that in mind. If you know a business that might get outside the box advertising, send them our way, and we'll deal with it. Not deal with it, but you know what I'm saying. Till next week. Don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself.
4: The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram,
11: and bookmark toddhancock.ca.